Hello, good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. How's everyone doing today? Uh, man, I gotta get my. I, it was hard to get my ass out of bed today. I gotta tell you that much. Which <laughs> I went to the gym yesterday and ran the treadmill, and then my back just like, ah, oh, man. It's not like those uh, good old days. It's not like the good old days when I was just uh, ripping and tearing and ripping and tearing, baby. Uh, folks, you can Venmo me, D hyphen rod one nine seven seven D hyphen rod one nine seven seven. The grifters here. <laughs> I hope everyone's doing well. So, was it an Elon test or was it an actual cyber attack? Regardless, regardless, an event is coming. I think we all know it. We all feel it. It's in the air. It's in the air, and we know it's coming. I've talked to Juanito about this many, many times privately, and uh, something big's coming, folks. Now, now it's just about what month. I think I think it's going to be a series of things, in my opinion. It's just my opinion, and I think they'll start, you know, we could be looking at April, maybe March. March is a – if you look at their calendar system, what they go by, you got to think, well – March, April are big months to these uh, occultists, right? So you got to think to yourself, what are they planning? They go, it's like clockwork, folks. They follow everything very pagan, like clockwork. So, folks, when the lights go out on Amazon, when the lights go out on Amazon, and my mama's booked a Mexican mix on Amazon, leave us both an honest review. That's all we ask for. Uh, folks, I... Uh, I got to tell you, I, I think um, I think the general's tent, <laughs> you know, has been the best thing to happen in Nino's Corner TV only because yesterday, very fascinating stuff, very fascinating stuff. I'm thinking about putting it up, but two hours. We went two hours. Usually I like to keep it to an hour, but... People have a lot of questions and a lot of frustrations to release, and it turns out to be a therapy session sometimes. But that's okay. I, I don't mind it that much. Um, I really love that people like to uh, come together on my channel, and uh, and it's really like it's you know. I try to keep the pace moving, but if I can't, I, I got to think of a way to do this to where everyone feels comfortable about it because a lot of people, a lot there's a lot of networking happening on this channel on NinoScorner.tv, and a lot of people are coming to NinoScorner.tv for the General's Tent. And uh, and it's just a, it's a space of like minds where we all come together. I'm thinking about doing something else on NinoScorner.tv to add to it. And I'm talking to my tech team right now, uh, an additional, not a General's Tent, but a, a networking spot. Uh, I'm going to be talking to them, so we'll do that as well. I'm thinking about it. We're planning it out right now. Um, so it's going to be cool. It's going to be killer. I'm talking to my guys today and tomorrow about adding something else on Anino's Corner.tv just because of the general's tent. We, we try to keep the, the questions moving, but it turns out to be like sometimes I feel like I'm at a fucking therapy session with people. but And that's okay. And that's fine. If you all like doing that, I'm going to do a separate thing for that. Uh, it's going to be called Patriot Networking, and we're all going to come together. And so I'm working on that now. I'm working on the details. But, folks, get your noble gold, folks. Noble gold. Global financial storms might be raging, but thousands of investors in precious metals with noble gold are smiling. They're smiling. They know that whatever happens, their investments will be safe from all the turmoil. Uh, protect your savings from market. Here we go. Volatility. Did I say it right? <laughs> I got people emailing me saying, dude, what is wrong with you? Like, why can't you say that word? I don't know. Volatility. With Noble Gold's Investments IRA and uh, claim your free silver virtue coin. Talk to Noble Gold Investments expert today and they'll talk you through your options. And if you qualify, they'll guide you through the whole process. Uh, call 877 646 5347 today and take control of your financial future, folks. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com or hit the link below and get started on some gold and silver. Folks, that's all I'm investing in right now. Um, I just, 
I just rather be safe than sorry. I, I feel like I get some inside information, you know. So they're telling me <laughs> just stick to the gold and silver. That's all you need to do right now. The markets are going to go kaput. It's it's inevitable. It's all happening. The, all the old guard is coming down. If you know what I mean. Spotify Nino's Corner, Telegram Nino's Corner, Getter Nino's Corner, Rumble Nino's Corner, Nino's Corner and Rumble. True Social, David Rodriguez Boxer, Instagram, David Nino Rodriguez Boxer. It's very long. And if you search me on Instagram, you'll never find me. It's just one of those things. I'm very shadow banned. Uh, Twitter, Nino Boxer. That's finally, that's got some promise thanks to Elon. Uh, Patriotware.com, Bing. Yeah, right there. There it is. <laughs> Patriotwear.com. Get yourself some shirts, jackets. Well, I don't think I have jackets. I have sweaters. I have hoodies. I have hoodies. And I got shorts and socks. And I got tumblers and coffee mugs. So go check that out. Tell me what you want to see in there. Um, I was feeling kind of pink today. I like my little pink shirt today. My pink. Mm-mm. Um, Nino's Corner.tv, uh, Christina Bob, Christina Bob, Trump's lawyer, one of Trump's lawyers came on and, uh, it's up there right now on Nino's Corner.tv. I tried to get more information out of it. It was very hard, but, um, you know, everything's very compartmentalized as you will see, but I will, uh, I think I'm going to, I think I got the edited version to go up on, uh, on FluffTube. So I'm going to try to put that up on FluffTube. I got Andrew Billings, another Andrew Billings show. Can you get back? Can if you sell your soul, okay? If you have sold your soul, can you get your soul back? A lot of people don't feel like that's possible once you sell it, it's over. Andrew thinks otherwise, and it's a great show. I'm putting that up on YouTube with God. All things are possible, ladies and gentlemen. He is the Alpha and the Omega, baby. Oh, got sheriff mac coming on today sheriff mac everyone loves sheriff mac i got cash patel coming on i got sheila home coming back on everyone loved her video i'll tell you what she knocked it out of the park uh wano savings coming back on i just put a call out to sgn on i think we'll be doing the show again real soon folks (laughs) it's fire on nino's corner what can i say and i put up on twitter what do you would what would you what would you rather watch Nino's Corner TV or Netflix? What where do you get more substance? And I gotta say, folks, I won overwhelmingly. The not me, my guests. You won overwhelmingly because I do this for you. It's your it's your dot TV. You know, it's it's your thing. It's it's. I ask the questions you want me to ask. It's your dot TV, and in true journalism. Just true, true, true journalism. That's all it is. All right, folks. You might want to turn it down or turn it up, baby. Whatever you want to do. Turn it down or turn it up. <clears throat> I'm doing my little fasting today. I uh, I got, uh, oh, I'm not going to eat till about 2 o'clock, 2 or 3 o'clock today. Oh, man, that's going to be hard because I'm especially hungry today. But I'm drinking my black coffee and I'm just letting the the food from yesterday work itself out. <laughs> All right, folks, you might want to turn it down or turn it up. Oh, yeah. Coming at you live from the apocalypse, folks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get started. Was it a test? Very possible. But I got to tell you, folks, I was on the treadmill yesterday. And I look up and I'm like, oh, how convenient. We're going to the moon. <laughs> We're going to the moon again. Okay. Ah, I got to convince me we went the first time. Um, whew. Man, right after I do that scream and yell, my eyes just sweat. So my audience you guys know what phase of the game we're in right now we we all know where we are at right now we know the games that are being played we know what to expect so distractions and threats distractions and threats incoming 
That's what I feel the big moon thing was about. I think more to come on that. All of a sudden, it just came out of nowhere, huh? Like, I I didn't even know they were preparing for this. Did you guys see this on the news? The moon landing? I was like, wait, what? What? Since when? Anyway, I, I think uh, the plug is about to be pulled, folks. And they need a narrative that's going to stick and be very believable. So now as we send robots to the moon during some of the worst brutal solar flare activity ever, by the way, (laughs) that supposedly knocked out our cell communications, we are able to land on the moon because, you know, the solar flares, that doesn't bother that. That doesn't, that doesn't inhibit that stuff. That doesn't matter. That, That doesn't matter. The solar flare activity was supposed to be off the charts, by the way. And I'm just putting this together for you guys. Does it make any sense at all? It doesn't to me. So, yet somehow had no effect on the moon landing and its communications. There's also evil hackers attacking pharmacies, which send panic to those who can't fill their prescriptions, their prescription orders. Narratives are beginning to unfold. What looks like an event is to come. Now, they got to make it believable. So what do they say? Folks, all I'm doing is just bringing the bullshit to you so you can see it. As supposedly we have all these solar flares, we land on the moon. I don't know. I, 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 I don't buy it, but that's me and I have my reasons for that. Another weird fact about all of this that happened just yesterday, by the way, with the pharmacies being hacked and the the solar flare activity cutting out cell phone communications and the moon landing, with all that stuff going on, Starlink, you got to remember the Starlink account started right before 2020, okay? So there was a Starlink account, a friendly reminder that if the blackout happens, Something worth noting is the Starlink account started right up before the 2020 you-know-what, but Elon put out on his X, this is a test. And I believe he disabled the comments. I wasn't able to check on that. Can you guys tell me if that's true or not? Did he disable the comments? This is a test. The next day, boom. And they said it's solar flares, but they, you know, The jury's out on that one, folks. I don't know what to believe. I'm just trying to put the pieces together for you right now. Solar flare activity, yet we land just perfectly fine on the moon. Knocks out communications with our cell phones. But we got perfect communication with robots on the moon. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I could be wrong. I very much well could be wrong. I'm just saying it doesn't sound right to me. Give me a thumbs up. I don't know. Does it sound right to you? Because it doesn't to me. Um, so also, is it Odysseus becomes first American lander to reach the moon in 52 years? For the first time in more than five decades, Americans have returned to the moon. <laughs> what took so long? Maybe because we never went. Just my opinion. A week after launching aboard a SpaceX rocket, a SpaceX rocket, the uncrewed Odysseus spacecraft gently touched down on the surface of the moon Thursday, ushering in a historic moon landing. I didn't hear anything about this until it happened that day. I I didn't hear anything about this. Thank you, AJS. Thank you so much for. Anybody who's giving to the Super Chat, thank you so much. Uh, The lander designed and operated by Houston-based Initiative Machines is now the first commercial spacecraft to ever land on the moon. The lunar landing is also the first by an American-built spacecraft since NASA's final Apollo mission in 1972. Houston, Odysseus, gosh, I hope I'm saying that right. Odysseus, is it Odysseus? Odysseus, whatever. Was found has found its new home. Stephen Alemus, president and CEO of Intuitive Machines, 
said shortly after the landing at 5.23 p.m. Central Standard Time. The announcement of the landing came about 10 minutes after it happened, following some communication challenges. Really, tension built as a team behind the IM negative one mission waited for confirmation with bated breath. I know this was a nail biter, but we are on the surface and we are transmitting. <laughs> Altiness said, Welcome to the moon. Folks, I just, with everything going on, I just don't buy it. They contradict each other. It's, uh, it's hypocrisy. I don't buy any of it. I don't know what to believe, but I don't believe anything the MSM puts out there. And I don't believe what the history books tell us and what, what the indoctrination camps of schooling. Nicknamed for the Greek hero of Homer's epic poem, The Odyssey, the Odysseus lander hitched a ride to orbit last Thursday aboard the SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket which launched from NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Cape Canaveral, Florida. Intuitive Machines built the Odysseus to carry cargo for NASA and other private customers to the lunar surface for its IM-1-1 mission, formerly called the Nova Sea. The lander is a 14-foot-tall hexagonal cylinder with six, with six legs that the space company has operated from a mission control center in Houston. I don't know. Do you all buy it? Uh, jury's out with me. I am not sure on this one. <sighs> Judge denies Trump's request for stay in fraud judgment. Isn't this guy getting getting hit with interest like eighty seven thousand a day? Is his interest? New York Supreme Court Justice Arthur Engoron. I like to say it that way. Engaron. I know you don't say it like that, but I like to say it like that. Engaron. Engaron. Wait. Engaron has denied former President Donald Trump's request for a 30-day stay of judgment after defense attorneys pressed or protested the Attorney General's rush for enforcement. I intend to sign the proposal of judgment this morning, Justice Engaron wrote in February 22nd email. The judgment has already been delivered to the county clerk according to the docket. Responding to a request for a stay, he added, you have failed to explain, much less justify, any basis for a stay. I am confident that the, God, appeal division will protect your uh, appellate rights. On February 16th, Justice Engaron issued his verdict to the in the multi-million dollar civil fraud case brought to New York Attorney General Letitia James against President Trump and the Trump Organization. Days later, Attorney Colleen Fagarty Fagarty, submitted a proposal judgment outlining the penalties put forth by Justice Engaron. In response, uh, Defense Attorney Clifford Robert, who represented Aaron Trump and Donald Trump Jr., responded on behalf of all defendants, arguing that it was improper for the prosecutors to submit a proposal for judgment without any notice whatsoever on the defendant's part. They're going all in on this guy. Justice Angaron responded by an email on February 21st asking defendants to please let me know by 5 p.m. today if you object to any specific ways and how your counter judgment would differ. He noted that the proposal of the proposed judgment exactly tracks with the language of his order except for the addition of defendants' addresses and banks for interest amounts. He asked to stay enforcement of the judge for 30 days and argued that it, given that a court-appointed monitor is still in place, there should be no issue with the delay. Mr. Robert also highlighted two errors, one regarding when the interest should begin on the one million penalty for the Trump Organization former Chief Financial Officer Alan Wesselberg and the other concerning the business addresses of the defendants. This guy's getting hit with interest every day. Every day. Have you guys seen how ridiculous this is? I think that I think the, the it's up to 400, 
400 million now, 400, okay, total with interest right now, right now, standing today, I think is 454 million may have gone up with interest. So the total now with interest, folks, is 454 million. If he does not have the funds to pay off the judgment, then we will seek judgment enforcement mechanisms in court and we will ask the judge to seize his assets. Letitia James says, wow. You got to ask you. So he's getting hit with a staggering $87,502 each day until he pays. That's unbelievable. I, I Folks, this is like, uh, I've never seen anything like this in my life. And this is going to kill the real estate in New York. You can say, no, 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 this is just Trump. They're just going after Trump. Bullshit. You think anybody's going to want to uh, invest in real estate or develop real estate in New York ever again? I don't think so. Not till this, not till this gets turned around, folks. They're basically shooting themselves in the foot. That's what they're doing. I'd get the hell out of there. I'd get the hell out of New York and California. It's so crazy over there. I'm telling you guys, it's so nuts. <laughs> so more propaganda. And I always got to pull these propaganda articles out because I look at them and I go, man, what are they feeding? What are they feeding the liberals? What are they feeding the liberals? Well, let's see what they're feeding the liberals today. We didn't get all the way. <laughs> Booster pledges to end democracy in CPAC rant as Bannon cheers on. As Bannon cheers on. So alt-right, and they gotta they gotta put these words in there. They gotta make you know who's saying this. The alt-right, the alt-right conspiracy theorist, Jack Posebic, vowed to finish what began by working to overthrow democracy completely. Posebic uh, made the comments during the opening day of CPAC. The Conservative Political Action Conference in Washington, D.C. Thursday. Welcome to the end of this democracy, Pacific declared. I watched this video, by the way, and it's nothing how they're explaining it. We're here to overthrow it completely. We didn't get all the way, but we will en- we will endeavor to get out, to get rid of it and replace it with, with this right here. He said, holding his fist in the air. That's right, because all glory is not to the government. All glory is to God. So he's... Praising God, but that's a threat. <laughs> See, what they're trying to do to Christianity and people who believe in God, it's a, it's, a, it's as simple as what's right is wrong, what's wrong is right, folks. We're living in a backwards uh, reality right now. That's where we're at with all this right now. This is backwards. Everything is backwards. They're villainizing Christians, okay? you got to remember that. And you know what? You can't help but think. It said it would be that way. It said it would be that way in the Bible. The reaction on X, formerly Twitter, to Posebic's audacious statements was swift. Republicans against Republicans against Trump. Rhinos, I guess you could call them. Republicans against Trump posted. Trump's Republican Party openly wants to end democracy. We must stop them. Players are now very, very worried because it was all fabricated, maybe? I don't know. Just asking the question. I don't know. Uh, fight or flight. Fearful Trump critics weigh in a risk of retribution if he's reelected. So if Mr. T is reelected, they're starting to get really scared right now. And you see him coming out with a lot of rhetoric. Oh, he's going to be a dictator. He's going to bring in some kind of military response. He's going to do something crazy. He's going to want revenge. Do you blame him? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. If Donald Trump stood no chance of becoming president again. See, you got to understand, folks, another thing. They did not expect with everything that they have thrown at this man for for him to be where he is at right now. We should not be in this fight by any degree. The fact that he's there standing tall. They cannot believe it. No charges are sticking. Nothing. 
I even asked, I even asked Christina Bob. I said, is he going to serve jail time? Wait and see what she said. Uh, that's on Nino's Corner.tv. Alexander Vindman's wife, Rachel, turns 50 next month. But rather than spend money on a party she wants to save, she wants to save it in case Trump returns to the White House and tries to retaliate against her husband for being a key witness in Trump's first impeachment. So she wants to, so they're saving their money because they anticipate Mr. T's coming after him. Alexander Vindman said in an interview, the family might need the money in case they have to flee the country. In case they have to flee the country. And what is he? Who is this guy? Well, he is a key witness in Mr. T's first impeachment, which we all know was. So, yeah, I'd flee the country, too. <laughs> I'd be really fucking worried if I were you. I don't think that's going to happen, said Vidman, a national security official in Trump's White House who was ousted in 2020 after Trump's acquittal, but that's an indicator of the level of concern that she's had. The Vindmans aren't alone. Interviews with more than a dozen people who've run afoul on Trump for various reasons reveal deep worry among many that he will seek revenge. That he will seek revenge. See, they're making him... Forget everything that's happened to this guy. All the arrows, all the bullets that he's taken... No, he's crazy. He's just going to seek revenge. He's like Putin. He's nuts. He's crazy. (laughs) He's coming after all of them, right? That's what they want you to think. (sighs) He will seek revenge if he wins another term. They are considering ways to protect themselves should he use the office's vast powers to punish them over grievances that he's been nursing. Fearful of being hounded by investigators, prosecuted, or stripped of their livelihoods, some are planning to leave the country if Trump is sworn in. Better pack your shit. (laughs) Better pack your shit. Others are consulting attorneys or setting aside money to fight back in case they're targeted either by Mr. T's administration or by his Republican allies in Congress. Report coming in after firing investigative reporter Catherine Herridge, who was investigating the Hunter Biden laptop story. CBS reportedly seized her belongings. Wow. Nothing to see here, folks. The network reportedly seized all of her belongings, including uh, files, computers, and most importantly, information on privileged sources. A former CBS manager who also spoke on condition of anonymity. <laughs> I said it right there, folks. Anonymity said that they had ne- uh, never heard of anything like this. Um, he had, uh, Jonathan Turley, he attested to the fact that in past departures, journalists took all of their files and office contents. Indeed, the company would box up everything from cups to post-its for departing reporters. But in this case, They kept all her shit. (laughs) They need it. Uh, He said that holding the material was outrageous and clearly endangered endangered confidential sources. Look at the panic that's happening with all of this right now. Look at all the panic. Folks, it's going to get way worse. I'm telling you that right now. I may be just this small channel and, you know, I consider myself a decent channel on YouTube. I don't say I'm a big channel. I'm decent size. But I'm telling you, folks, if you're on this channel and you're watching this, you're getting front row seats to what's happening. Little old me, little old me is delivered. And you guys know you got good discernment. You guys have great discernment, by the way. Really good discernment. Uh, I really don't like black coffee. I, uh, I have to get used to it. It's kind of gross. I would really like some cream in there, but I'm fasting. And you know, when you, when you do, I do the intermittent fasting. When you do like, when you start hitting 16, 17, 18 hours, you start feeling a little high. And then when you hit 20 hours, you're like, woo, I'm feeling pretty good. And then when you're at like 24 hours, you're like, you're flying good. And then you realize you don't need to eat. You're like, man, all that eating. That's just out of habit. That's just out of, I don't need to eat. 
I don't need to eat. I really don't like to go over 30 hours. I'll stop at about 28, 30 hours. And then I'll just, I'll go ahead and go out. And then let me tell you folks, when you, when you go eat, the food tastes, oh, every morsel tastes so succulent, so good. You can be eating a peanut butter jelly sandwich. You can be eating anything. It's so delicious. And you don't feel guilty about it either. I like to eat a good hefty amount after fasting for about 20 hours, 22, 23 hours. Wow. The food tastes that much better. I'm glad I started this stuff. Let's get to some border news. Border news. Anonymity. Anonymity. <laughs> Kelly Christian, thank you. Love it, love it. Yo. Uh, Biden weighs in. <laughs> this is funny. Because now he's doing everything that Trump did. But hey, it's an election year and he's got to get with the program. Biden weighs ways invoking executive authority to stage border crackdown ahead of the 2024 you-know-what. So, President Biden is debating debating whether to invoke a sweeping presidential authority. So, you mean he's going to invoke something that he caused? Let me say that again. He's going to invoke a sweeping presidential authority that gained infamy during the Trump administration to stage a crackdown on migrants coming to the U.S. southern border that he caused. So he causes the problem. Now he's going to clean it up. Now he's done. Gosh darn I'm going to get tough on border security. I'm locking the whole damn thing down. You're the one that caused it. There's already millions of immigrants here that you let in. Mr. Biden is weighing, citing a law dating back to 1952 to severely restrict access to the U.S. asylum system which has buckled under the weight of record levels of migrant arrivals along the border with Mexico, the source has said, requesting anonymity (laughs) to discuss internal government deliberations. How many of you saw my video that I put up yesterday? I put up a video about the mass deportations that Mr. T is planning to do. And he's going to tell you this, folks. He won't be able to do it. If he gets in there conventionally, if you get my drift, if you know what I'm saying, he won't be able to do what he wants to do if he gets in there conventionally. Won't happen. Another thing that I want to bring to everyone's attention. So many people are getting excited. They're getting so excited. Who's he going to pick for vice president? Who's he going to pick? Is it going to be Tulsi Gabbard? Is it going to be Ron DeSantis? Is it going to be Vivek, Vivek Ramaswamy? Is it going to be any of them? Oh, my God, let's get excited. None of them. I'll take a bet with anybody. I'm going to bet none of them. I think, in my opinion, my opinion, I think what he's doing is keeping them all on a line, keeping them all hopeful. They all got to be hopeful. You know why? So they talk good about them. He's keeping them on the line like a cat playing with a mouse. I told you all what I thought of Ron DeSantis. I told you all what I think of the Army. I told you what I think about these people. He's playing with them, folks. He's playing with all of them because he's got to keep his paw on their tail. The paw has to be on the tail. The mouse's tail as he plays with them. Keep them hopeful. Oh, I could be picked. I'm, could he pick me? Oh, I better start saying some really nice things. I want to be vice president. Ben Carson, that's who I would pick. Yeah, Ben Carson, exactly who I would pick. You know, I also thought of like a, a, a real out of left field. I just thought of this, and I know it's probably not going to happen, but could you guys see Dana White being a vice president? Or is he just a little too harsh? I don't know. I think I can actually see that guy being a good vibe. Call me crazy. I know he's not going to pick. I'm not. I'm just saying if I had to like pick somebody that's going to be as brash and like ruthless as Trump, I'd pick Dana White. I I don't, you know, hey, call me crazy, whatever. Could we not say that's it's an interest, it's interesting, right? I don't know. Just thought about it. So if approved, Mr. Biden's executive action could be announced within the next two weeks. The sources said, an administration official said no final decisions have been made on whether the president would take executive action to address the situation 
at U.S.-Mexico border where migrants have been arriving in greater numbers than ever before in American history. Than ever before in American history. Any significant restriction on asylum would be formidable, legal, and operation, and there'd be a lot of operational hurdles. Still, issuing an executive order designed to curb illegal crossings at the U.S.-Mexican border could be seen as an important political message for Mr. Biden ahead of the 2024 election. Nothing will get done. Okay, we all know this. Nothing will get done. It's a problem that he created. It's already so out of hand, and he's like saying, it's like, it's like wrecking a car, destroying it, totaling it, and then saying, <laughs> let me just do some patchwork here. I know what I got. I know what to do. I'm bringing out a spray can and some glue. Not going to work. Not going to work. It's ridiculous, and he, the fact that he's having to backpedal on these issues shows you that we're winning. And I'm telling you, folks, as we get into March and April, as we come in, I'm gonna, you got, you're gonna want to get on NinosCorner.tv because I'm saying right here that I believe that I believe I don't have a crystal ball, but I think every day, every week, every month, as we march toward November. It's going to get wackier and wackier and wackier and wackier. Whoo. So was it truly a cellular blackout or just a, a startling test? Elon tweets a day before. This is a test in capital letters. Then AT&T customers hit by widespread cellular outages in U.S. Did you guys, ever, did any of you suffer from this? I'm just curious. Did you, I have AT&T and I, I didn't notice anything. But then again, I didn't call anybody. <laughs> That's, I don't know. What, was your text not going through or what? What was the damage? If you care for me to ask, what was the damage? Because I didn't notice anything. My service worked just fine. Uh, over 50,000 AT&T outages were reported at about 7 a.m. Eastern Thursday with most issues reported in Houston, Chicago, Dallas, Los Angeles, and Atlanta, according to the tracking site Down Detector. AT&T's network suffered widespread outages across the country Thursday morning with cellular service and internet down. Cellular service and internet down. I think my buddy Jake. I don't think he had. Thank you, Anthony Hummer. Yo! Uh, internet down according to the tracking site down detector. Some Verizon and T-Mobile customers also reported outages, though both companies said those affected had been trying to contact AT&T users. Over 32,000 AT&T outages were reported by customers at about, customers at about 4 a.m. Eastern Standard Time Thursday. Reports dipped, then spiked again to more than 50,000 around 7 a.m. The most issues reported in Houston, Chicago, Dallas, Los Angeles, and Atlanta, according to the site. Uh, 911 emergency system crashed nationwide with a network outage. Uh, Many Americans affected by uh, outage still cannot dial 911. So there was a lot of articles saying solar flare, solar flare, solar flare, solar flare did this, solar flare did that. I found one article that said solar flare, last night's solar flare did not cause the cell phone outage. Took me a second to find this, but you had no phone phone service. Well, yeah. So last night's solar flare did not cause the cell phone outage. You may have been, you you may have woken up and gone right to your phone to check what is new in the world this morning. But if you were an AT&T customer, you may have noticed your signal was out. You may have woken up and gone right to your phone to check what's new in the world in the morning. And yeah, but I already read that. While the cell service went down, a solar flare also just so happened to spark up and send radiation flying towards Earth. And no, the solar flare did not cause the outage for AT&T, despite what you may have read on social media. The solar flare event we experienced last night around 1.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time was focused on the on the sunlit part of the Earth, so the radiation 
was mostly affecting the Eastern Hemisphere, where places like Europe and Western Asia had issues communicating through high-frequency signals. The Western Hemisphere was left mostly spared as the radiation was not concentrated towards Earth. I thought when a solar flare hit Earth, it wraps around it. I mean, you know how massive these solar flares are? The Earth is this big. The sun is like this. The Earth is like this. So if a flare... Does this make sense to you? I'm just bringing this to your attention. Does any of this make any sense to you? And what about the robots landing on the moon? They weren't affected by this? As of writing this article at 11 a.m., the space weather... I just have questions, folks. Look, when you watch my channel, understand I have a lot of questions. I'm just raising questions here. Maybe someone can answer them. As of writing this article at 9-11, the space weather... Space weather. Space weather. The space weather. Space weather. <laughs> space weather prediction center is showing that there is incoming radiation from a solar flare. But to fully answer the question of this, of if this is caused, the cell phone outage, no, because cell phones run on a different signal than what the radiation is affecting. When looking at the electromagnetic spectrum, this is what everything wireless works off of. You will notice that cell phones fall into a category between radio waves and microwaves. It shares more in common with high-frequency radars than it does with your favorite FM radio station. The solar flare ends up causing ionization of the lower levels of the atmosphere, which causes interference for long-range radios. Things that work off this range of waves are ham radios, commercial airlines. Oh, that's good to know. Commercial airlines. And certain military and government agency tools. So what is the... Uh, the lunar moon landing work off of. What does that work off of? Let's find out and put this to bed. Because <laughs> I don't believe there's anything up there, just in my opinion. <laughs> just saying. FBI and Homeland Security, Security urgently investigating whether ATT outage was a cyber attack, as security, ex as security experts tell the syndicate, it has all hallmarks, hallmarks of a hack. So thousands of Americans have been without cellular service for hours. The issue stems from a nationwide outage hitting AT&T and other providers. The Federal Bureau of Investigation, FBI, which we love so much. I'm going to be talking to Sheriff Mack about that today, by the way. Are the sheriffs being federalized? And what's his thoughts on that? I have him right after this right after this uh, broadcast. I have Sheriff Mack. Um, so... If an event happens, can we count on the sheriffs? How many of them are being federalized? Was it 3,300 that are going to D.C. to be briefed by the FBI? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not too confident about that, if you know what I'm saying. So... The FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, DHS, are on the hunt to track down what disrupted service on AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, and a dozen other cellular providers. I don't know, but uh, you might want to look at the guy that said, this is a test. I don't know, Elon Musk? I'm just saying. I don't know. He's the one that put it out there. Just saying. What do you all think? I mean, this guy puts out there on X, this is a test. I don't know. I'd be looking at him. Just saying. That'd be the first place I'd be looking. Just sorry. Let me help you out with your investigation. Uh, while the agency have not shared details, a security expert told the syndicate that the outage has hallmarks of all cat. Lee McKnight, associate professor of Syracuse University in New York, said that widespread nature appears to be a massive distributed denial of service, DDoS, DOS attack. On the core internet infrastructure, the type of attack attempts to crash your website or online service by bombarding it with a torrent of superfluous, superfluous requests at exactly the same time. I didn't know that's how they did that. I didn't know that's how that worked. But I would say, <laughs> look at the guy that said this is a test. I don't know. 
Let me help you out with your investigation. Uh, Elon put on X, uh, this is the test. And then the very next day, everyone's cell phone took a shit. So I don't know. <laughs> pharmacies nationwide report outages in wake of cyber attacks. So pharmacies got hit too. <clears throat> Folks, this is all, do you see what's happening here? All of a sudden, all this is happening. It's almost like a little beta test. I'm saying this is all leading. Remember I said in many of my podcasts, a series of events. What's a series of events? Well, kind of like what we're seeing right now. A series of events. Wink, wink. Get what I'm saying here, folks. Pharmacies all over the country are experiencing delays in prescription orders due to a cyber attack on one of the highest healthcare technology companies in the nation. Change Healthcare. Change Healthcare first noticed a cybersecurity issue affecting its networks on Wednesday morning on the East Coast. It comes amid a major cell outage, which was affected, which had affected millions of customers across the country, crippling 911 services and leaving customers without reception on the biggest networks. The outage may have been caused by human error, according to one report, but a solar flare has also been cited as a possible explanation for the cell problems. Now, what did I read right before that? Solar flare had nothing to do with this, is what they're saying, right? Because they go on a different frequency. But Change Healthcare are in no doubt the... See, I'm laying this out for you all to play it on. I'm just putting the articles here to kind of put the pieces together for you all, for my for my audience. So you can disseminate through the bullshit and use discernment. But Change Healthcare are in no doubt the problem... Are, are in no doubt the problems facing their systems have been caused by a cyber attack. In a statement, Change Healthcare said, Chicago Healthcare is experiencing a network of interruption... Related to a cybersecurity issue, and our experts are working to address the matter. Once we became aware of the outside threat in the interest of protecting our partners and patients, we took immediate action to disconnect our systems to prevent further impact. I'm going to say right here, more to come. There's more to come, folks. Pharmacies across America are having trouble processing some prescriptions because of cyber attacks. So here's the solution. If there's any way to get your medication now, months, get, get stocked up for months ahead of time, I would do that. Uh, if you're on medication that is saving your life, heart medication, blood pressure, whatever, I would get stocked up in that stuff right now, folks. Because this looks like it's coming. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just stating the obvious. It looks like this is coming. Remember I said, a series of events. I think this is part of the series of events. So, yes, the hack did disrupt pharmacy orders. A cyber attack against a division of United Health Group has caused a nationwide outage of a computer network that's used to transmit data between healthcare providers and insurance companies, rendering some pharmacies unable to process prescriptions according to the company and reports from affected organizations. It's better to be safe than sorry, folks. United Health found a suspected nation-state associated cybersecurity threat actor had access to subsidiary change healthcare systems on February 21st, prompting the company to disconnect from other parties the company said in a filing on Thursday. Whew! It's getting crazy. Inside the Christian Nationalist Church where proud boys go to get baptized. I saw this article and I was thinking to myself, okay, so here's another jab at Christianity. Let's see what they're going to say here. They're villainizing Christianity. You all know this, right? You see this happening. So, on a re- they're making it sound like Christianity is just part of the old paradigm. It's archaic. It's I shouldn't believe in God. 
On a, on a recent Sunday, a man dressed in basketball shorts and a black and yellow T-shirt that read Fight Club was surrounded, was summoned, sorry, was summoned to the front of a hired event space in Panoma, California, and invited to climb into an inflatable bathtub to be baptized. So now they're going to say being baptized is bad, bad, bad. While they put satanic statues all over, what, Houston? I think they put one in Houston in Denver, in Washington. They're putting satanic statues everywhere. But being baptized is evil. The baptism, which was streamed on Facebook, was led by Pastor Hansel Ozami, a 44-year-old Southern Californian and self-identified Christian nationalist. Christian nationalist. That's how they're labeling this guy. He's a Christian nationalist. Add nationalist to anything, and it just has a derogatory, uh, it, it makes it derogatory. Man, nationalist. He's a nationalist. He's a Christian nationalist. The service was held in the 800-square-foot Wonder Wall space, which with its exposed brick and Christmas lights advertised itself as ideal for baby showers and engagement photo shoots. But twice a month, Orzami's flock, who he calls Praying Patriots, assembles there to pray. The Praying Patriot, who was baptized on this recent Sunday in February, was named Andrew, sitting in the bathtub in his clothes. He spoke into a microphone that Arzami held for him, his voice crackling with emotion. So they're making fun of this guy's baptism. The balls these people have. Oh, wow, man. He explained how he recently found God and learned that true masculinity is a Christian thing. So here they go. They're gonna now in this article they're gonna begin to bash masculinity. <laughs> Christ had the biggest cojones, said Andrew. Being men of Christ is being real men. So let's be real men. Another man being baptized that day was introduced by Ozona as a warrior. As you know, political rallies. Can get a little physical, a little scary, Ozami said. I've seen this guy do amazing things out there. Ozami's church has harnessed a rising tide of Christian nationalism. Christian nationalism. Christian that Wow. Which claims that America is a fundamentally Christian nation and that patriots are in a spiritual war against nefarious, even satanic forces who want to Subvert the country's cultural and political institutions. Man, oh man. You guys hear about Wendy Williams? Wendy Williams! You know, she came out against this, right? Pop, 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 pop. And then all, and she was a big host. And I got to tell her, I got to tell you, I really commended her for what she did. She really stood her ground. But then now all of a sudden, Wendy Williams, is she suffering from dementia? Well, Wendy Williams diagnosed with same form of dementia as Bruce Willis. So what happens to these people that speak out? All of a sudden, she's not doing so hot, folks. Los Angeles former talk show host Wendy Williams has been diagnosed with the same form of dementia that actor Bruce Willis has. A statement released Thursday on behalf of her caretaker says, I cannot believe that she has a caretaker. This is sad. The statement said the 59-year-old's diagnosis diagnosis of primary progressive aphasia and front temporal dementia, front temporal, front, frontal temporal, (laughs) it sounds like sushi, frontal temporal dementia. I'd like to have some frontal temporal, please. Thank you. Dementia have already presented significant hurdles in Wendy's life and have behavioral and cognitive impacts. Wendy is still able to do many things for herself, but most importantly, she maintains her trademark trademark sense of humor and is receiving the care she requires to make sure she is protected and that her needs are addressed. She is appreciative of many kind of thoughts and good wishes being sent her way. The statement attributed to her care team says so. All of a sudden, this lady comes out and speaks against the you-know-what. The you-know-what. And now she's sick. I don't know. 
The statement of Williams Health was issued on PR Newswire. A representative listed on the release. Jennifer Hanley referred questions back to the statement when contacted by Associated Press. The announcement came a day after a cover story in People Magazine quoted Williams' family about the nature of her struggles ahead of a Lifetime documentary set to air Saturday. The people who love her cannot see her. People quoted Williams' sister Wenda, Wanda as saying, I think the big question is, how the hell did we get here? The family said a court-appointed legal guardian was the only person, was the a court-appointed legal guardian, guardian was the only person with unfettered access to Williams. Sounds like she's being handled, if you know what I mean. The article said that the Lifetime documentary crew, which set out in 2022 to chronicle Williams' comeback, stopped filming in April 2023 when her manager and jeweler, Will Sebi, says in footage for the film, she she entered a facility to treat cognitive issues. Her son says in the documentary that doctors have connected her cognitive issues to alcohol use, people reported. Huh. Her family told People Magazine they don't know where she is and cannot call her even for themselves. Wow. So she's been, she's kind of being, She's to me this sounds like she's being handled, right, folks? I mean, taken away from her family. They got someone watching her. This is kind of creepy to me. This is, eesh. what do you all think on this one? Give me your, and folks, I do appreciate any kind of a super chat or Venmo. It, it helps me keep on helping you. So let's get to some what the fuck news and what the fuck news and what the fuck news. This is crazy. All right. So, <laughs> I saw this, and you know, it's like projecting. YouTuber Ruby Frank has been sentenced to up to 60 years in prison for felony child abuse. Have you guys, do any of you follow Ruby Frank on on YouTube? (laughs) I'll tell you why in a second. So she was, she gets up to 60 years in prison for felony child abuse. Here's everything you need to know about Ruby Frank. This is crazy. So it comes two months after Ruby admitted to punishing her youngest son for drinking water, cutting off his oxygen, kicking him while wearing boots, and more after and more after convincing him he was evil and needed to repent. Six months after being arrested and chains and charged with a felony child abuse, former YouTuber Ruby Frank has been sentenced to up to 60 years in prison. For some context, Ruby shares six kids, Sherry, Chad, Abby, Julie, and Russell, and Eve. With her now estranged husband, Kevin, she formerly offered parenting insight on YouTube under the channel Eight Passengers. With her videos sparking controversy, controversy, controversy numerous times over the years. So she has a parenting channel. This lady has a parenting channel. Last August, Ruby was arrested and charged with six counts of felony child abuse after her youngest son escaped the home of her business partner, Jody Hildebrandt, while emaciated and malnourished with open wounds and duct tape around the extremities. So this kid literally ran for his life or hopped for his life. I'm sure he was duct taped, so he's hopping with his mouth gagged. After the little boy approached a neighbor for help, cops found another one of Ruby's children, who was also malnourished, at Jody's house, too. Jody was also arrested and charged with the same accounts as Ruby. For, for Four of Ruby's children, who were minors, were ultimately placed in the care of the Department of Child and Family Services after she and Jody were arrested. A few months later, in December, Ruby and Jody pleaded guilty to four counts of second-degree felony aggravated child abuse and a bunch of horrific new details about her case came to light. Per her public plea agreement, Ruby admitted to physically abusing her 12-year-old son and 9-year-old daughter, both of whom suffered severe emotional harm. Her son was forced to do physical tasks outdoors in the summer 
Oh, sounds like my dad. <laughs> I was forced to do physical labor. It didn't bother me. Uh, nothing wrong with work. Her son was forced to do physical tasks outdoors in the summer for hours and days at a time and was sometimes made to remain outside of all hours of the day and night for extended periods of time, which purpose, which purportedly resulted in the child suffering serious sunburns that blistered. Okay, I have questions about that one right there. I do. I used to have to work on hot roofs on my dad's properties, slapping tar on them with his workers. And I worked nine-hour days, 10-hour days. And I was a kid. And guess what? I learned the value of a dollar. Both Ruby's son and daughter were reportedly denied food and water. Well, that's kind of fucked up. And isolated from others. After the little boy once attempted to run away, he was forced to have his hands and feet bound. Well, my dad didn't do that to me, that's for sure. With Ruby further admitting to kicking him while wearing boots and cutting off his oxygen by covering his nose and mouth with her hands. The plea agreement states that Ruby tried to convince her children that they were evil and that abuse was being done out of love because they needed to repent. <laughs> How many of these people are not being caught? That's what you got to think of. How many people out there? Do you ever like take walks around neighborhoods and think like, huh? Like I saw this this one house where I was walking and I saw like a basement, like the windows at the bottom of the of the of the ground, you know. And I was walking by it and I was like, huh? Why do they have tin foil blocking out? Like what? What's in the basement? What do you got in there? I think of shit like that. Do you ever just drive around and wonder how many people are in a trunk of a car? I do. I think of shit like that. I have a crazy. I I have a crazy mind, so I'm always thinking like when I'm taking walks. I wonder who's in that person's basement. Or, huh? I'll just try to be quiet and see if I can hear screams or something. I don't know. I'm weird like that. Or like if I'm driving, huh? I wonder how many people are in the trunk of someone's car right now. Now, Ruby has been sentenced up to 60 years in prison following a February 20th court hearing. During the hearing, which was steamed, streamed live, by the way, I hope it was streamed on her uh, on her YouTube channel, <laughs> on a Washington County 5th District Court's website, Ruby was given four consecutive 1- to 15-year sentences, meaning that she could spend between 4 to 60 years in prison. Her business partner, Jody, was also given four consecutive one to 15 year sentences. Thank you for the super chat, Beverly. Uh, for the past four years, I've chosen to follow counsel and guidance that has led me into a dark delusion. She said, my distorted version of reality went largely unchecked as I isolate from anyone who challenged me to my babies. You are a part of me. Now she's talking to her kids to my babies. You are a part of me. I believed dark was light and right was wrong. I would do anything in this world for you. I took I took from you all that was soft and safe and good, she said. Rudy added, Kevin, my husband of 23 years, you are my love of my life. I am so sorry to leave you. What we both to leave what we both started together. If you are concerned that a child is experiencing or may be in danger of abuse, you can call or text the National Child Abuse Hotline. <laughs> I don't trust these organizations either. <laughs> and then they leave the number here. So I don't know. Folks, I don't know anymore, man. I just don't know anymore. Forgive me for not trusting anything. I'm sure a lot of you are the same way. And when you learn, once they lie to you, they continue to lie. It's kind of like being cheated on. You get cheated on once, chances are you're going to get cheated on again and again and again and again. That's the government. <laughs> That's the mainstream media right there in a nutshell. That's why I try to be transparent and I come down to you and I'll say, if I got something wrong, I'll admit it because I think trust is the most important, is the important, most important thing in this game. And tree climber, thank you, which I try to deliver to you guys. So if I'm wrong about something, I will always come out and say, Hey folks, I fucked up. I'm wrong. I don't let my ego get in the way because guess what? My ego died with boxing. It died with boxing. Um, I cannot operate out of ego anymore. I got to just, uh, I try to make this, uh, 
this this to me, Nino's Corner.tv, all of it is all of us interacting together. That's why I'm going to try to put together another, another, it's going to be like a general's tent, but I think it's just going to be a place where we all can converse and have monthly meetings. I'm going to talk to my tech team. Would you guys like to see that? I don't know. Um, give me a thumbs up if you'd like to see that. I could I could put that as an additive on Nino's Corner.tv where, you know, besides the general's tent, we have monthly meetings, uh, Patriot networking or something like that. So I don't know. Let's, let's see how we can do this. Um, I just don't, I don't know how I'm going to control it to where nobody talks over each other. I don't know how I'll do that. Yeah. So I'm going to talk to my team about this and get this started. All right, folks, I'm out of here. I got to jump on with Sheriff Mack. This is going to be big. Get over to Nino's Corner.tv and check out Christina Bob. Um, I'm going to have more epic interviews on there. Lots of stuff coming, folks. I'm out of here. All right. And the new heavyweight champion of podcasting and the Black Sheep of Broadcasting, baby. I'm out of here. Later.